It is the Chicago First United Audio Podcast cover story series, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoVerseUnited.com. My name is Haima Black. This week, an interview with Epic, Elect, and Jason Perez of BBU in support of their new mixtape, Bell Hooks, out now. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with BBU the night before their big Shuba show in support of the new mixtape Bell Hooks. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? Very, very well. Yeah, really excited about the show tomorrow at Shuba's. Excited, super duper excited, guys. Can't wait to get out there. Well, first off, welcome back to the podcast. You know, you guys are a group who I've had on a number of times over the years, and really, you guys are really kind of blowing up right now. Is that how it feels? I can't tell. It's, it's I think it's forever going to be weird to us because, like, uh, Twitter followers and Facebook fans and all that kind of stuff, we don't really know what it feels like. And I don't know for I know, for me, I'm not personally 100% comfortable with all of it yet, but I, I know it's humbling and, you know, I'm grateful for every fan that comes out to the show. So, yeah, it's been dope. Yeah, I mean, I think you think the big part was like I think you, the other day when Mike hit me up was just like yo like both sides like right. hit up our Facebook you know our BBU Facebook and both sides like this uh, he's like this pretty big like slam poet and um, he was like part of like the Neo Rican slam team in like '98 he's been in like movies like you know that movie Rachel getting married you know he's like he's a pretty big dude and like we just we made you know one of the songs like we we, we titled after him and used one of his lines in a poem and then like he literally hit us up on Facebook and was just like yo thank you for doing that and um you know just to get props from someone like that and like other people that you like you love and you care for and that like have inspired you is always pretty surreal you know so the new mixtape it just dropped this past week it's called Bell Hooks and congrats on that, first of all, of course. It's out. Go get that. <laughs> uh, how has it been since it dropped? It's only been a couple of days, but like, what kind of feedback are you guys getting? Have you gotten a re- an immediate response? That's what it's look, you know, yeah, looking like. Yeah, I feel like. like we have, especially like since now, like you know, with Twitter and like we're a little more apt to it now. Like we're able to track what's going on. Before with the first release, like we didn't really have like a Twitter or like anything to like people to like you know, yeah, or like. A big push behind it to know and like so now like you know you can actually see like people like talking back to us and like responding and it's crazy and it's just like a lot of like blogs that picked it up too and it's just really like running it's been like a lot of a lot of good reviews so far which i'm really grateful like that time out chicago just did one that was really awesome really? today yeah you guys gotta peep it really <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah i mean it's been like it was you know I, I was at work so you know mike hit me up being like yo have you do you see this have you seen this have you seen this <laughs> And I'm like, I know it's doing good. I figure just because it's just like, I mean, we have, I mean, we have, we're working like with some really dope folks, you know, it's like shout out to Audible Treats, shout out to Zach, shout out to like a, a lot of our folks in management and stuff. And then shout out to like people who've been supporting us from day one, you know, and like they, they also make, like make the, like the magic happen. But yeah, I mean, I'm just like grateful that, you know, I can Google BBU Bell Hooks and it's like <laughs> three or four pages, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just, it's, it's dope. It's dope. That's all you can say about it. You know, yeah. like what more can you ask for? Definitely was like, uh, like what Jason was saying, just piggybacking on the idea that it is like it was really homegrown. It's always really good to get support from like, it's cool to get Prefix Mag, but it's always really dope to get like the Ruby Hornet drops and things like that because they're there regardless if it's a big release or if it's just like a single track that we're trying to push or a video that sucks horribly, you know, like or whatever it could possibly be. Ruby Hornet's just always been there along with uh, a number of other local blogs and. Fix or drive, and totally. 
and then along with like Stefan Ponce and all of the, the 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 artists that worked on the mixtape with us, they all show you suck has been out there just consistently tweeting our show. It reminds me most of the time like yo remind, tweet retweet. So I'm like all right, and that's how it works, you know. So I mean I think that um the younger generation, the kids that are kind of underneath us, have really been out supporting us as well too. So shout out to the whole Treated Crew, Matt yeah. Boy White, uh, Stefan Ponce. Mike Terror, GLC, well, he's an older guy, but Mike Terror, you know, like everybody yeah. else has just been out there supporting it. Classic Studios for sure, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Gay Kid Shots. That's I mean, there is like a really strong uh, Chicago network, and especially in the hip-hop community, I feel like that's something that's not as present in the rock community, because that's something where, you know, that's a lot of my background, but then when I look at the hip-hop community, I see the artists supporting each other, I see the bloggers supporting the artists and the other bloggers, I see... The venues coming together, the promoters, it's like, there's a really strong network. Why do you think that is? Is it just because, was it kind of like a decision, like, if no one else is going to do this, we're just going to do it, you know? I think it's kind of just like the younger generation, they just all, like, grew up together, and a lot of people, like, knew each other and, like, have been doing things for, like, a long time, you know, and now, like, things are finally starting to turn over for them, because I think it's funny that you say that, because it's completely opposite to, like, how the Chicago scene, like, used to be and stuff, you know, like, for hip-hop, you know, like, it was really hard for any rapper to make it, because usually you were representing another gang, so then you'd be out there gang-banging, and you try to push your stuff, and, like, half the city don't want to listen to it, because they don't do that, because they ain't with that gang, you know, so. So, like, it was really hard. There's only a couple that were able to, like, transcend that, you know, being, like, uh, Crucial Conflict, uh, Twister, and Do or Die, you know, and, like, and of course, like, GLC. But, like, at first, like, it was a really hard thing, and no one was really connected. And now, like, it is just, like, this young generation. You have, like, Hollywood Halt that's been doing it for a long time, Mike Terror, Million Dollar Mano, and then you have, like, the other people, like, Show You Suck, who've been, like, around it the whole time, too. And, like, now they're, like, yo, I could do it, too. And, like, everyone's just definitely, like, helping and, like, reaching down, like, a hand. You got kids these days, you know? And, like, all those – everyone's just on a chance the rapper. All those kids are great, you know? Let's talk about the mixtape. It's just come out. It's called Bell Hooks. Talk a little bit about why you guys went with that title and kind of what it means, who Bell Hooks was, and kind of how that ties into what you're doing. Jason introduced me to Bell Hooks through a book called All All Culture. He was trying to get me to stop saying the B word. And, uh, <laughs> and now I say the B word. And he was just like trying to break down like what, what it is for the lovely like male uh, male privilege and all these different weird terms I didn't understand. <laughs> so he would just like leave these random books at my house and I didn't even know it was Bell Hooks on the books. So all I knew it was like a big book and I wasn't going to read it anytime soon. <laughs> and uh, I finally picked one up and it was called Outlaw Culture uh, and he had given it to me years ago and I picked it up and I started reading it and and I, I really believe in what the what she writes about. And I mean, Jason can take it from there. Yeah. But. <laughs> a um, Such a great explanation too. <laughs> You know, let's go, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's bring it back, right? You know, why, why did we choose it? You know, it was, um, hey, you know, like we were, we were fighting and arguing about titles, right? <laughs> like, you know, we were going through a real struggle about what, what we wanted to name it and, um, and, you know, it meant a lot to us to, to, um, to kind of make sure that, like, it captured the essence of who we were, what we're about. And, um, and then I think, you know, Bell Hooks kind of just came out of, like, you know, there's a saying like you know the best way to find common ground is to kind of like move to higher ground you know and so at least to me you know bell hooks like naming the the mixtape bell hooks was, was that and I remember I remember I gave <laughs> I gave specifically rich outlaw culture and I give people a lot of stuff out of outlaw culture usually because it's like it's a pretty accessible work of bell hooks in regards to like she's just talking about pop culture you know she's just talking about like when Madonna put out the sex book she has like some really dope interviews with Little Kim and Ice Cube and um and so but it's just it's always through a lens of like 
really showing like how pop culture and how a lot of times our own artwork and she even speaks to even her own writing right still has like you know a really racist bias um really like sexist bias like really like like uh heterosexist bias and so it was just the idea of wanting to support like a black feminist writer who has like always made like um has always made like liberation front and center you know and she always looked at like at writing as a source of liberation which is like which is how we view like rapping you know and also making sure that like it's inclusive of you know of 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 folks who are directly outside of our experience right so like queer folks women um and like being allies uh, to those kind of folks and we thought bell hooks is a dope way to express that you know like does that mean that like we're perfect on like some sort of not even perfect but does that mean like we're not gonna be fallible and continue to like do sexist stuff you know or like be denigrating towards like folks who are queer like yeah we are gonna make those mistakes you know but we're constantly in a process of like trying to trying to work those things through within ourselves and like we're always like open and willing to be accountable to those things but i think it's always it's always better to like shoot higher and have people like hold you hold you to that then they're like shoot set the bar low and like shoot low and then be like man look how awesome we are we're doing all this other shit you know and so i just have them not even expect anything right 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 you know it's just it's just the same thing like like with like even like obama right like obama like said a lot of stuff in 2008 you know what i'm saying so like people are like they expect a lot out of them and i think when you whenever you set the bar that high and move it that high like no matter what even in the end even if you don't get like 50% 50% of that, you're still way further ahead if the bar was set where, like, George Bush said it, right? Right. <laughs> you know, because... Well, it's just amazing that the country wasn't blown up. Right, right. Ex- exactly, right? It, when it's just amazing that the person forms a sentence, right? right. <laughs> so, like, you don't, like, expect, like, you know, I remember, like, what's that? Like, I forgot, like, what George, like, when No Child Left Behind, like, got put out, right? People were just like, wow, I'm surprised George Bush has an education policy. Like, it's like the right. bar was so low for George Bush. As long Bush. as there's anything. Right. right. Everyone's just like, oh, that's great, you know? So, um, but yeah, we just wanted to celebrate and have fun with it and like, and make it not corny. Hopefully like we're doing that, you know, so. Everything you just said really ties into the, the themes and the idea of BBU and the, you know, the kind of content that you put in your music and, and you, you know, that really just represents the group. And one of the things I thought was interesting listening to this mixtape and your music in general is that you really, you guys all blend this sense of activism and kind of these grand themes in with this really goofy party stuff you know and um like you know what was this what was the song um bosia you know and yeah yeah, 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 that was you know like a good example of that and like how do you find that balance where you're like we want to be responsible we want to like explore feminist themes with also just like the goofy hip-hop culture and what you guys do i mean i think we just like i mean I mean, I think it was, we were pretty intentional about it, you know? I mean, there would be sometimes when, like, w- like, one of us would just be like, yo, this is way too serious. Like, we got to, like, turn this shit down and, like, we got to get funny about it, you know? So, like, I mean, I, I think it's, like, if you look at any of, like, great comedians, like, I mean, whether it's Chris Rock or Jon Stewart or whatever, right? They just know how to make the craft, like, funny. And, like, and the thing is, it's just, like, sometimes, like, you know, I had to, like, write my bio the other day about something, and, like, you know, you put in all these identifiers, all these big-ass words, and the shit is fuck, it's, like, funny as fuck, right? Because it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, I know, like, the only reason why I'm doing this is because, like, it's, like, I believe in liberation for my people, and, like, I want to, like, have more just and, and equitable wor- world, but at the end of the day, like, that stuff can be, like, really fucking corny, you yeah. know? No. And, and, like, and, like, just really goofy and silly, and so you just got to, like, make fun of 
like first of all, like all the drama you go through, but then also like also realize that it's a celebration and it's about overcoming, you know? And like so, and so we want to make it funny. You I know? think we just try to keep ourselves in check though too, you know, like you said, yeah. like not get too serious and stuff, you know, because sometimes yeah. especially like doing like the type of music that we do, you could be like really like you like formal and like really just like almost like do a dissertation and like start talking about all these things, you know? And like, so with a song like that, I think when I was writing that, uh, me and Rich were in my basement and some of those lines, I was just like, man, how outrageous can I be? And like, could I even really say this? And I'd be like, Rich, like, what do you think about this? I was like, is this just crazy? He's like, no, it's cool. I'm like, no, it's cool. I'm like, no, it's crazy. I was like, all right, let's take it higher then. You know? You know, I, I agree with that. With, yeah. with what the boys just said about that, yeah, and it was just a, it, that was like one of the funnest songs to create, and that's why I was just like the cool thing about it is that I didn't necessarily like the song all that much. <laughs> Keeping it real, I did not because I am always like, yo, I'm like, if it was up to me, we would we would be mass hysteria. So, like, so thank God for the other guys in the group that are like, you know what I mean? That are just like, no, we're gonna add some fun to it because I'm just like, oh, hip hop, hip hop. But, uh, but, but ultimately, like, they, I mean, we, we force ourselves to kind of, I mean, that's what makes a group, right? It's like three different influences into one. You got, like, poetry to grunge, garage band rock to, to, like, backpack hip hop and everything in between. So we take that and you squeeze it tight enough, you'll get Bosai out of it, you'll get Outlaw Culture out of it, you'll yeah. get, then you'll get, like, Cormega. something, Cormega, like, Cormega out of it. And it's just like, all of it is just like, we're not trying to be like anybody else. It's just like, what happens? when we turn a beat on it and it's like what what the beat says to us so that's what that was. And, and, and I think we always want to make sure like we stay like really grounded in like what our real lives is you know so it's just like it's not this like idea of perfection it's this idea of progress and like we want to represent our funny side we want to re represent like our organizing our activism and we want to represent like our failures you know we want to represent our triumphs and like you know real artists like not real artists like I feel like good artistry does that right good artistry speaks to that and doesn't just try to put on like, oh, I'm Mr. Superconscious, or uh, or I'm Mr. Gangsta, or I'm just like just one dimensional thing, you know? Like, uh, I'm I'm human, I'm complex. This is all the stuff that I go through. And this is what I'm struggling with, and I hope to like, you know, overcome it to make a better world. So I think that's like, and you, you can't you can't talk about making a better world without talking about people laughing, yeah. You know? And so so yeah, I think that's all important stuff. I mean, you mentioned kind of all the different influences and sounds and, and everything that goes into a BBU mixtape or effort. And, you know, Kurt De La Roca, that's a really interesting song to me because I don't know that there are a lot of other artists who are sampling Nirvana unplugged. We heard, 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 heard it was the first. We heard yeah. it was the first. But shout out to a close family friend, my Tony Baines. Uh, that guy, my brother, put us in contact with him. And, uh, and he took off, you know what I mean? And I had no idea it was like the Tony Baines until I got there. And then like, I'm like, it's Tony Baines from Posted. But he, he remembered me when I was like six years old, you know? And he was just like, he listened to our music, but he also was a lot of, I think a lot of people that are into hip hop are influenced by Nirvana and stuff like that. I think he just thought that we were a good band to actually produce that for and that we would be able to rock out with it. You know what I mean? No, it was yeah. actually, it's kind of crazy because, like, Tony Baines is known for, like, making all, like, the hood bangers and yeah, stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like, we, like, that's, like, kind of the reason we talk to him, too. We're all like, yo, like, we, we want to get, like, that Tony Baines style. And then, like, we holler at him and he comes back with something like Hurt the Rock and we're just like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> like, that's not what we're expecting, but, like, we're going to rock with that because that's really awesome. And, like, it's awesome that you, like, stepped out your boundaries to try to, like, meet us, like, somewhere, you know? And, like, it was just really cool. And, uh Oh, that's really hard. Big up to Tony Baines on that. He, he really snapped on the production. He it was originally going to be like a Tony Baines project, uh, and then it ended up. You know, that's just, that's how BBU is. We we kind of. 
go with the flow. <laughs> when we get to 16, we stop. <laughs> I just thought it was I thought it was great timing because the mixtape dropped same week as Kurt Cobain's 45th birthday. Yeah. So oh, then yeah, you have yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and Malcolm, on the day that Malcolm, uh, and that Malcolm X died and Edith Simone was born. Yeah. And, oh, and we knew all that, music. too. Yeah. And we, we knew it because we were the all-knowing, conscious music, political, singing. You guys like, what's the most symbolic, important day? We can- <laughs> <laughs> that would incorporate all of the aspects of BBU, and we're going to use that. Or, this is option B, or... It takes you like six months to get your, your mixtape released, <laughs> like, and all the data mixed down from it, and you don't get it back in time, and then ultimately, somehow, some way, it ends up awesome. falling on that day. One of our songs, we actually, uh, took like a chorus straight from, uh, Refuse, which is this, uh, Swedish, yeah. like, hardcore punk band and stuff, and the funny thing is, like, now they're actually back together, and, like, they're going on tour, and, like, we can see them. It's because of Refuse. Refuse, back together. So you're well, you're, See, we had an At the Drive In song, too, but that one didn't make it on there, you know, so. Yeah, Album, but refused, you're welcome. So. We're gonna do a song that's gonna bring the Fugees back together here real soon. Too. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. We thought that's what Mary Goes Up was gonna do, but wait, it didn't, didn't happen. This, 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 this came in. Kurt Cobain came out of his grave. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. So god. huge. And Rage Against the Machine are now touring. It's awesome. Oh, that, um, that would be something I would want to see. <laughs> listening to this mixtape, and I'm not gonna keep you guys too much longer, but listening to it, it really is a big step up, both in terms of kind of your delivery and the production. What was kind of the behind-the-scenes side of this like? Because it really does sound like a big step up. Like, you guys have really upped your game as artists, and I was really, really impressed with the release. I think we're uh, more just comfortable now. You know, we've been through the process. This is the second time, and, like, hopefully now the next time it's going to be even easier, you know? But um, we've, like been together like so long now and we just kind of we're, we're that group now we're that group like we're friends like we know each other we know everything and like we just always like push each other you know it's awesome to like have like two other dope mcs to be in a group with like when i write 16 bars and then like like i hear the song and i hear their 16 bars and i'm like wait no nah, that's not good i gotta go back and like we do we do this over you know and and just the hook process like we've been lucky that like hooks are such a big thing and We've been lucky that it's been kind of easy for us, you know, like when we have an idea, we usually just like try to add on it. If not, just go with it. If it's like, like solid enough, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think, um, I mean, I think the biggest difference between then and now is, you know, when we first started, I think a lot of people don't realize like, you know, something like Shadow Dance, like we were performing it live for like about six months before we ever recorded. Like we were, we're always a group that played live first and then recorded later. And um, I think even one of like our second or third session, the studio person literally had to put like make like four little box things so that we could all record together because we didn't even know how to same have the same yeah. energy and effect in terms of recording you know like, we didn't understand like there's a difference between like playing live which we totally kicked ass at and right. then like recording you know and so like for the second one like we understood recording right we understood unders like we understood like doubling up I remember one time like we saw we were recording with Das Races and we saw them like doubling up their vocals and we're like, what? Like, you can, you can do that? Like, we didn't even, like, we didn't know, like, like this. Twice? Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, we didn't know, like, we didn't know that kind of stuff, you know? And like, I mean, I think in one part it just speaks to like where we come from and how, and like our ethos in terms of making music, but then we've gotten better and better. And like, I think, you know, the longer we do it, the better we will get at it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's also nice that we have like cool friends that make really awesome beats too, you know? So that helps out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to mention, I think one of the coolest things about, what, what happened with this album and then in the background, what was going on in the streets? You had Occupy, so big up to the Occupy movement. It was just like those folks fueled us to be able to 
to, to like push the limits even more because it was becoming more and more relevant what it was that we were talking about. You know, like uh, you're talking about thousands and thousands, like the like in Oakland when they marched. You know what I mean? Like watching and seeing those pictures on the on TV and stuff like that. It just gave us so much more fuel to work with. You know, so it's like it's really dope. It's one like the I think the under like the the socially conscious or whatever like that 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 market or whatever you want to call it um, for a long time was just. It, it was you knew it was there, but it was never seen. You know, for the first time in like forever with the Occupy movement, like our people were out in the forefront. They were on the news. They were they were speaking out about how fed up they were. You know, like musicians, artists, or just organizers, just people. You know what I mean? We're just like, yo, we're all fed up with this. You know, and that's what we kind of stand for. I mean, it's definitely like the solidarity within Occupy is the same solidarity that exists within BBU. You know, and like we are we are major supporters of the Occupy movement and. You know, um, can't wait to see you guys this summer and the spring too. So we'll be out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's kind of close out. Like, what's next? Because you know, right now the mixtape is out. It's called Bell Hooks. You guys are going to be playing uh, the day that this mixtape or this podcast is going to come out, which is Thursday, uh, February twenty third at Shubas. So, what happens from here? What's what's kind of on deck for the rest of the year? More music, and then uh, hitting the road too. We're gonna we got a few shows coming up this weekend. In uh, St. Louis and uh, Springfield, Missouri. Then we have, uh, what's so the other one? Main attractions with me in New, New York. York. Yeah. Uh, the Grasslands. Buy your tickets now. Get your tickets now. And then we got a few shows lined up with Hood Internet uh, coming up here soon. Uh, we're horrible with dates. That's so why we have Zach. Yeah. I mean, a lot of touring. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, definitely we're going to get to work on an album and then uh, just start trying to release uh, one offs in between there to keep people, like, you know, posted and see what we're doing, you know? Yeah. BBU, really, like I said this before the mic was on, but you guys are a group who I've been fortunate enough to kind of see you come up, see you grow, and I could not be happier and more proud and excited for everything you have happening with the new mixtape and the response you're getting. And I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Really, best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yep. Holla, holla. Holla, holla. This has been the Chicago First United Audio Podcast Cover Story Series. Thanks to Epic, Elect, and Jason Perez of BBU for being on the show this week. Check out the group's new mixtape, Bell Hooks, out now. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Rocky Fresh, Mike Tear, YP, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.